politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. Enough is enough. It is time to act. We are working very hard to make sure we keep guns out of the hands of insane people and those who are mentally sick and shouldn't have guns. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer and President Trump talking about the need to address gun violence in the wake of the latest deadly mass shootings that claimed 31 lives in El Paso, Texas and Dayton, Ohio. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and House Democratic lawmakers held a large-scale news conference here on Capitol Hill, which is relatively rare during the August recess. Their goal, to keep up pressure on Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who has declined to take up House-passed bills in the Senate, dealing with expanded background checks and closing a gun-purchasing loophole. Hoyer, the longtime lawmaker from Maryland, spoke about the need to do something in the wake of continuing deadly violence. How many Americans will lose their lives or their loved ones to rampant gun violence before the United States Senate takes action? So far this year, more than 9,000 Americans, that's in seven months, have been killed by gun violence including those killed in more than 250 mass shootings. Among those who spoke with lawmakers were those directly affected by gun violence. Dr. Wendy Edmonds lost her sister Sylvia Frazier when a gunman opened fire at the Washington Navy Yard in 2013, killing Frazier and 11 others. In my life and my family, we suffer permanent, sudden, brutal, brutal disconnection from Sylvia. As for me, for weeks after that, I could look in the mirror and I could see my body and I couldn't feel it. It took everything out of me to understand that my sister Sylvia and her 11 co-workers, they didn't stand a chance. The chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, Jerry Nadler, announced on Friday his panel will come back before the rest of Congress and meet on September 4th to hold a markup hearing on gun legislation. It's not clear exactly what more will come of that hearing, but Democrats are trying to keep the issue of gun violence top of mind during the congressional break, with the full Congress not scheduled to return until September 9th. President Trump continues to say he wants lawmakers to get something done, but at a rally in New Hampshire, he also reminded voters of his commitment to the rights of gun owners. We will always uphold the right to self-defense, and we will always uphold the Second Amendment. We will. Democrats, as well as Republicans, remain uncertain about what specific legislation the president will commit to. While legislative staffers and White House representatives continue to talk, the fate of various pieces of gun legislation remains uncertain. Politics infuses not just the gun debate, but a wide range of issues, especially heading into a presidential election year. And a political firestorm broke out involving the president, Israel, and two freshman Democratic lawmakers. They are very anti-Jewish and they're very anti-Israel. I think it's disgraceful, the things they've said. President Trump made it clear to Israel he didn't want its government to allow Democratic congresswomen to enter the country, even though dozens of other lawmakers from both parties have in recent weeks. Michigan's Rashida Tlaib and Minnesota's Ilhan Omar were told they couldn't enter Israel because of their support for a boycott of the country, which stems from their criticism of Israel on various issues, including what they believe is the unfair treatment of Palestinians. 
Tlaib later made a formal humanitarian request to visit her grandmother, who's Palestinian, on the West Bank. Israel granted the request on Friday, but under various conditions, including that Tlaib could not address the boycott during her visit. She later tweeted she would not visit her grandmother under what she called oppressive conditions. She said she's being treated like a criminal and wouldn't go. I spoke about the situation with a lawmaker who did go to Israel, Maryland Congressman Jamie Raskin, who, like many Democrats, has been critical of the president for calling on Israel to punish his political opponents. It's a terrible precedent. This is the president who first said of these same members of Congress, go back to where he came from. Now he doesn't want them to leave the country. He clearly is in a scapegoating mode with respect to Representatives Tlaib and Omar. And a lot of people are saying that this is just an attempt to change the subject from the Trump stock market collapse and his uh, failure with the trade policies. It seems like the economy, which was the only thing that was really going for them, is imploding uh, because of his terrible decisions. And so it's right back to scapegoating a few members of Congress. And uh, we're really not going to put up with it. I mean, both Democrats and Republicans asked for assurances over there that representatives Tlaib and Omar would be able to come. I was on a delegation um, with more than 40 members, and I and both Kevin McCarthy and Stanley Hoyer spoke out for their right to be there. So I think and I hope and I have every reason to believe we will have unanimous congressional determination that this is not going to be an acceptable way for us to go. While some Republicans also said the Democratic lawmakers should have been allowed to go to Israel, others defended the president for standing up to his political opponents and supporting a longtime ally. Many veteran diplomatic observers, however, said the whole incident was unprecedented, with plenty of blame to go around. The political blame game, meanwhile, will continue as the presidential race moves forward, but the Democratic field of candidates will soon be getting much smaller, with many unable to qualify for next month's round of debates. Former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper, unable to get traction, has dropped out. But there's often another election around the corner, and many Democrats are urging him to run for Senate against Republican Cory Gardner. Hickenlooper is going to take a break to think about it, and many of you may be taking a break as the summer vacation season stretches toward September. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill.